Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast and your host, FC Violent. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's been a minute. I appreciate you guys checking out the show. Apologize for being late. I got to fix the screen. As you can tell, my hair is jacked. I am fro, man. I'm fro violent for the remaining of the remainder of the show. Again, welcome back. Of course, of course, this is FC Violent, and this is another week of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. Get your weekly dose of that vitamin G. First, I'm going to introduce our guest, my guy, Bloody Knuckles. It's been a while, my dude. What you been up to? Yo, man, it's good to be back here. You know that it's always wonderful to give some love to, to the family and to the brothers and everyone else out here, especially to, to what y'all do over here on the Vitamin G Podcast. You know, I've been having a lot of love with Kofi coming through so it was only a matter of time that i came back here so other than that man i've just like been doing my thing keeping up with all things japanese and anime oriented and of course streaming five times a week man you know been busy been busy and you you've been on that grind man i I respect the hustle i i I don't have it in me i'll stream for like a day and i'm like yeah i'm done (laughs) so we'll, 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 we'll we'll see with that man about kofi my guy what's going on with you bro introduce yourself What's going on, guys? Creative Kofi here. You guys know me as Creative Kofi on Twitter. Obviously, my campaign is Legend of Heroes. A lot of interesting announcements for Legend of Heroes that I don't think I've brought up in this podcast. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, what have I been gaming? I finally finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I finally finished Catherine Full Body on Vita. So uh, definitely feeling good. I'm taking recommendations from some of my mutuals on Twitter on what to play next. I just picked up East 3, the remake of East 3, Oath of Felgana, which has been great. Just beat the first boss. I'm having a good time. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. All right, man. Let's go to my guy, Nubs. You want to share your screen for a second. You're playing on Xbox. You ain't slick. You got caught. What's going on? What you been playing? <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody, man? Um, I've been playing a lot of Madden lately, just because out of boredom. I'm really excited for Gears Tactics tomorrow, though. So, oh yes, that's going to be the focus going forward. That's what's up. Oh, look, look, you see, you see, you see, my guy, the streamer, got got the whole setup. I see him. I see him. All right, man. Let's let's go to my other dude, Pharaoh. What's going on, bro? What you been playing? Uh, I'm playing back through Final Fantasy VII. Um and that's about it a little bit of madden here and there you say you're playing back through so you about to be the second time while i'm still in chapter six (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, man. I gotta stop frauding. That's what's up, man. About yeah, you, yeah go ahead. You ain't get to the part where it got real yet. Nah, I I crashed into the, like the church, and then I was like, okay, this is pretty dope. And then I was like, football manager. I got went back to it, but you know what I mean, <laughs> the game's addicted, man. I gotta I gotta stop. I gotta stop frauding. I'm, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a break on it. All right, that's what's up. I can't I can't wait to play it. I have to play it so that we can talk about it more. Uh, within I think it's in two weeks. So no, it's actually next Monday. So we're gonna talk about it. Next Monday, okay. I'll, I'll host. I'll host. I'll try to beat it by next Monday. That, that's the good. Oh, that, oh, you might not talk about it. Damn. You said we gonna talk about it. Damn, I ain't wait for me. That's what's up though. All right, I'm a host tomorrow. Y'all just wanna, talk. You don't want to say the date. I definitely did set the date. All right, I got a week to beat it. All right, grind, grind mode starting today. That's what's up, man. All right, let me let me go to my next guest, my dude. Not guest, shit panel. Omar, what you been playing, my dude? Yeah, uh, what a Final Fantasy VII remake. Despite being down, uh, despite beating the game, I'm now at Chapter Seven again on hard mode this time. I'm trying to platinum the game. Dang, that's what's up. You guys are really loving that thing. Nice man. Right. Yeah, it's yes. amazing. It's legit amazing. Yes, sir. And last but not least, my guy Zero. What you been playing, my dude? Uh, what is going on, friends? Um. I'm sort of the same. I, I don't share Omar's Final Fantasy VII hard mode. Platinuming it, I, I'm starting to get really annoyed, and I, I've now understood why I don't try to platinum games at all. Um, outside yeah. of that, I just bought the uh, um, Trials of Mana remake. I was playing that today, um, which I'm having an absolute blast with. Of course, I'm still in the world, wonderful world of Animal Crossing. Um, Red and Leaf just dropped by the other day. My or is about to, actually my store. I think this upgraded today. I need to check on that. Um, but you know, other than that, those are pretty much my three major things. Oh, and I got back into Monster Hunter. It's hot. Kofi, you really need to come back, man. Yo, I'm, yes. I'm frauding on Monster Hunter. Yo, Monster Hunter is still one of my top five games games of the gen for sure, man. I just gotta go back. The amount of work that they keep putting into that game, especially how much they improved with the Iceborne DLC, has yes. or expansion absolutely revamped that game in a significant way and the fact that they can still keep it going and they're still putting yeah. out the kind of events that they do yeah there's I mean, no kind of love like monster like, hunter love I, just yeah. real quick on a side note on that i haven't even fought the rajang in in world and so since then all that new stuff i haven't even i haven't even fought we got furious rajang we got raging bracket deals kobe Teroff. Yeah, now they they just released the master rank kobe Teroff too and i was like oh, oh my gosh, gosh. So that's so, I remember that's, almost two years ago when they first released Kobe Teros event. I was like, and that was fun. Now that they have master rank since they introduced it, oh my god. Yeah. That's what's up, man. All right, but before we get started, I do have to first I have to uh I think me and Omar will share this share uh, our condolences to my guy Brandon Bryce, one of the one of the OGs of our, our of our support, man. Sorry for you lost my dude. And anyone else that have lost anyone through this fucking crazy uh, COVID situation. And shout out to my guy, Fon, um, not Fonte. Damn, my cousin, um, Fonz. He changed his name. Neutral Gamer, I think, or something like that. He changed his name. Grounded Gamer. Shout out to him, too. And sorry for, you know, sorry for oh, he lost as well, really. my guy. Yeah, man. He's he been, he been hitting it back to back, bro. It's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. So for those who are out there, man, stay safe. The shit is real. Like, don't take it for granted, for real. It's no joke. Look, look at my hair, man. I, just yeah. you know, p- pity me, yeah. goddamn it! All right. All right, so anyway, yeah, sorry. 
I would say, man, this this all proves that right now that life you really gotta we took it for granted for too long. Yes, sir. Now it's really a time to to really take advantage of what we have with our family stuff like that. Like, just remember, man, nothing nothing in life is permanent. So this one is time to really let it let it show. That's true, so man. Nothing's guaranteed. Out there. Nothing is guaranteed. And before again, before we start, I'm gonna shout out to my chat. Brandon Bryce, Gaming Forte, Declonius Games, Restored Hades, Bloody Knuckles is in the chat. Uh, let me see, Verg Brizzle, I appreciate you guys. If you don't mind, karate chopping that like button and share this out to gamers everywhere. I appreciate it. We're about to get into the gaming news. First off, let's go straight to Kofi, man. What's, go, what's going on in the land of uh, a land of Sony? Man, so I've been here looking at, uh, it's funny, I'm actually looking at Game Pass and Japanese fans' re reactions to Game Pass. Okay, I haven't had <laughs> all the time to look at what's going on with PlayStation. Obviously, I think the biggest news right now has to do with um, what we were just discussing before the stream started mm -hmm. is that Sony just announced the new release dates for both The Last of Us Part Two and for Ghost of Tsushima being, I think, is what June nineteenth for The Last of Us Part Two and July seventeenth for uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, this Ooh, is after um, kind of close, uh, isn't it? Yeah, and they were actually almost as close okay. before. I think they were what five weeks. Somebody tell me if oh, I'm wrong. Yeah. It was like May 29th to June thirtieth, right? Or June twenty sixth. Yeah. So it was, it's about the same. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, these leaks uh, apparently came from a disgruntled employee. Um, I don't know how deep those details go, but they were unhappy and decided that uh, this needed to happen. So, um, yeah, that we'll, get, is we'll, we'll get into that. that. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into the details of that. Um, other significant things, um, well, there's nothing that's confirmed. I was going to say that the PlayStation Plus games for next month uh, do have a rumor of being the remastered version of Dark Souls, the first one. Ooh, and for, um, oh my gosh, somebody help me. What was the other one? Dying Light. Dying Light. So it's not confirmed, um, but uh, that is the rumor right now. That'll probably yeah. come out. Mm, end uh, of this did week. you also see the rumor for uh, Horizon, Zone, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel on PlayStation Magazine? I did see the rumors for Horizon Zero Dawn 2. That does look very interesting. Um, yes, but there the are a lot of very. Stuff? Right. Yep. That co op would be part of the game, allegedly. Um... That's stupid. Well. <laughs> I wish we had time. We'll talk about that, but we got games yeah. to discuss this week. We might yeah, do it yeah, maybe yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll uh, talk about that later. But if that confirmed, then we will go into yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Right now, it's rumors. All right, anything else, Kobe? Yeah, um, I think that's it in terms of concrete news. There's, there's rumors going around, but no announcements. Oh. Obviously, we had the release of Predator Hunting Grounds. Obviously, that didn't do so well critically. Um, I haven't purchased it. But you know, for people who are enjoying that, you know, I'm glad for you. Uh, it, it's pretty bad for for Predator Hunting Ground, and I actually played it. I actually played it before it launched because when I was in New York City for Comic Con back in October, I got to play it. The game had its aspects of it enjoyable, but everyone I know who's been playing it from since it launched had a lot of the complaints that and issues that I mentioned, especially mm. talking with some of the devs, is that the squad. It, it's very easy to hunt down the predator. It mm. legitimately yes. most, most matches can last as short as five minutes because mm. if you use the sniper and you're even fairly decent with with in first person shooters, 
you can snipe the predator in two headshots and win, and win the match. Like you don't even need to complete the the missions of the squad if you can just kill the predator, which some squads have literally just been t- turning to. And there's nothing that while they give you a lot of options to be the predator that would make you feel like one, you're not significantly strong. And especially when you're looking at the fact of that that the human squads are able to heal themselves, especially if they have a medic. It's it really yeah. it's one of the it falls into one of the issues of when you have those kind of competitive four v one multiplayer games is that there has to be a balancing act of making it to where it's very tense and steady all the way. It can't be one-sided or the other. Because if you look at a game like uh, Dead by Daylight, right? Mm. That, had that, that has the balancing act of, you know, yes, if you have a good killer, you can easily go through and take out all the survivors quickly. Or if you have a very coordinated group of survivors, they can gen rush and be able to outpace the killer, especially if they know how, someone who knows how to properly kite and keep distracting, right? But if you look at a game like Evolve, unless you had a very, very high-end squad, it was very easy to take down the monsters in Evolve. However, if you had even just one person who wasn't as coordinated with everyone else, the monster was easy able to win. It was always one way or the other. It was never very in that middle ground to where it can keep it going one way or the other. And that's unfortunately where it falls into. And I was going to say, from the beta I played, what was it, two, three weeks ago, I had the same experience. I think I did maybe like 17 matches. I think 15 of them were, as you described, too easy as a, um, uh, what do you call mercenary. But there was one match that did go that rare way where it was like this stalemate where we were waiting. And I think I was describing how, like, at the time we were in a warehouse and the um, Predator was running on the roof. And so, like, the sound of where he was and the clicks that he makes was really engaging. And it felt like the movie. But that was just that one match. So it was like, ah. And then there was frame rate issues at the time. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, not not for me. So really quick, last two things, because I was just Mm. pulling these up. Um, Even though we already knew this because I feel like they were hiring before and we saw this probably on linkedin or something like that a days gone developer studio bend apparently had out a senior audio programmer position for one of their AAA projects that'll probably uh, i think most likely be for the playstation 5 uh, the rumor is that they will be continuing in the world of days gone whether that's some sort of different name um or days gone 2 uh, we're pretty sure that that is what they're going to be working on and also um it's going to be uh, sucker punch days gone <laughs> two days gone. <laughs> two days. Um, um, Sucker Punches. Um, Sucker Punch also uh, tweeted uh, from their account on Twitter saying that not only uh, did they confirm the release date being July 17th, that we will get some more gameplay information. Um, nice. So I'm very excited for that. That is my number two game hype of the year. So uh, I'm definitely excited. But yeah, I'm that, that's actually it. excited for that because yeah, I actually, me too. I was like, I love Sucker Punch. I was like, yes. out of at a lot of the the first party studios from from Sony, I do love Sucker Punch. I love the the Sly Cooper games growing up, but I loved Infamous, and I actually uh, recently just started playing Infamous Second Son. Oh, you got a buddy? <laughs> yeah, and I'm really liking Second Son, but I also feel like it's it the gameplay was probably one of the few games that made use of the touchpad like in a big manner, but you can kind of feel like it's not in depth as it could have been like it was just kind of like hey let's actually just do something with this touchpad because the fact that you, right? yeah uh no uh infamous for uh second no, 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 no. i am saying the gameplay is a little bit gimmicky with the touchpad I, yeah it, 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 yeah, it, it, it did 
because of the fact that you have to use the touchpad to drain the smoke whenever you need to recharge. And then like whenever you do the spray painting, you have to turn the controller sideways with using the touchpad and then have to treat it as if it's like a, a spray can. I'm just like, okay, this is kind of funny. But I was like, it, it didn't feel like, it just felt like it was just something there. I like the story. I like the characters, but it also feels kind of short because I literally started it yesterday at like 2 p.m. And by like 10 o'clock last night, I'm already 33% of the way and three of the districts, I've already cleared out all the collectibles. I'm just like, this feels kind of short compared to what Infamous 1 and 2 did. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, guys. We got to get through the news, man. <laughs> we always do this. That's one last thing. There's another one called uh, Infamous. Uh, um, what's it called? First Light. Yes. Which First is uh, take place... Uh, in between the story, you should also play it when you're done. I'll definitely look into it. All right, man. Uh, let's let's go to my guy Xbox News Jubei Sensei. Yeah, a couple of things. I'll try to keep it short. Um, so for starters, uh, the the coalition came out and said without any uh without having to do any optimizations for their build, they were able to get uh, Gears 5 to load uh, four times faster on Series X, yep. which is interesting. Um, I'd like to see uh, what that number turns out to be once optimizations are actually going in, go into that, because that's pretty impressive for just, you know, just straight brute forcing the code there. Um, the initiative kind of... Somebody, uh, somebody's LinkedIn profile link uh, leak that used to work for the initiative that kind of hints at what they, they may be working on there. Um, talk to them working on like uh, gadgets and weapons and a camera surveillance system for the game in Unreal Engine 4, whatever that means. Perfect so dark. That could, that, that could be perfect dark, but we'll have to see. Um, a, somebody that actually uh, worked on Uncharted 4, Lost Legacy of Battlefield 5, is also now part of Initiative. So they're, they're just like poaching talent from like. Yeah, they everywhere. have a lot of people. <laughs> that is wild there like it, we don't care like as long as you work for you know somebody will take you as well um and that uh, that game quantum error their developer had recently did an interview and suggested that that game might not be 100 percent ps5 exclusive they're not ruling out an xbox version they do the typical oh for now we're working on the playstation game, so well you know how that is and any 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 third party game that's not a first party or a second party deal, you know, it's just it's most likely going to go to the other platform. That's just business. Which game? I mean, look Quantum at what yeah. I was saying. Look at what Kobe Tecmo Quantum said about, about Neo. I was like, when they were asked about it, they said that there's nothing set in stone, but they wouldn't rule it out. It just has to kind of wait. The biggest thing is that there was a kind of publishing deal, but it's not fully owned by Sony. So at Koei Tecmo, right. they can right. always port it over later. I mean, they it could isn't it on PC? Is the second one on the PC yet? I know the first one. The first, no, the second one's not on PC. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it's not. It's a possibility. Like, when, that's the big thing about these third-party exclusives is that they, those exclusives aren't always fully set in stone. I was like, there, some of them could be timed or some of them uh, just kind of happen because of the fact that it's just like, hey, that's where we have the fan base. We're going to put it there. And at times they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's put it somewhere else. Let's try and bring in more attention or cash flow that's that's the big thing about those exclusives that people have to be aware of 
All right, man. That's what's up, man. And last but not least, let's go to my guy Zero. Hit that Nintendo news before we get to the topics. Um, actually, really nothing. The largest thing uh, we've got. So if you have a Switch, um, recently, at least according to Nintendo, as of April, about one hundred and sixty thousand uh, Nintendo online Nintendo network accounts have been hacked, uh, more affected by hacking attempts. So it can vary between whatever is happening. Um, so anybody who has a Nintendo ID, you know, check it. Um, if, if you have not, now is the perfect time to enable two-factor authentication, um, as it should be for pretty much a majority of your devices. That will help you protect um, against these type of things. So if you get a notification saying someone has logged into your account and it's not you, you know something is going on. Um, Nintendo is now saying, you know, they're for folks to come out and let them know affected to reach out to them so that they can sort of get a real accurate number on this. Um, but, you know, just pay attention to your accounts. Keep keep yourselves protected. Um, but that's largely it. Right, that's what's up, man. Should I, have mind? I gotta go check my Switch and make sure <laughs> make sure ain't nothing crazy going on there, man. But anyway, what you see here is what the, I think the game that uh, uh, Nubs was talking, or Jube was talking about. <coughs> Excuse me, but alright. <coughs> Damn. Which game was he talking about? I was not able to hear it. You talking about Quantum Error? Oh, yeah, Quantum. Okay. Yeah, Quantum Error. Yeah. yeah I need some damn water. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's transition to the actual topic. Um, so I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna send this to to Omar here because the, I guess you guys are already kind of talking about it, and it's about the leaks that occurred. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but just real quick, just give an uh, overview of what what happened. Uh, I know Christopher Harte, shout out to you, my guy, is talking about it, about the uh, disgruntled Naughty Dog employee. If you don't mind giving a little bit of a, a backstory and then going into what's your thoughts on this, um, on the on the topic about leaks and, you know, and in, in, in general. Okay, so out of nowhere, uh, last night, uh, um, I, not last night, uh, this morning, I'm not sure when, uh, people started uh, Sending leaks for the Last Pass Part Two on Twitter and elsewhere, and these are legit heavy, heavy, heavy major spoilers, like end game and uh, story level of spoilers, mad bullet point level of spoilers, and sadly, um, and this is my experience. Somebody else can have a different experience. Xbox. Uh, fans, the extreme ones are retweeting this and I blocked a few and sadly I was spoiled two times and I'm really hoping that this spoiler is not legit but I doubt it and yeah I I really dislike that because let's face it, we're living now in an epidemic we have never seen anything like this before and everyone and their mother have doing crunch. So I I thought about this uh, and I realized one thing. I was playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah? And I was at a place where they said that everybody and their mother is using Mako and mm. they know that the planet is, is hurting because of it. So that's how we are. Everybody and their mother knows about crunch but nobody mm. talk about it in the gaming industry because as long as we get our game no there's not then 
there's no problem at all. And the biggest issue for me is when people try to pretend that crunch is only in the gaming industry. I worked with nurses that didn't even have five minutes to drink a fucking uh, cup of water. I remember that time. So crunch happened in every work. So that's why I'm so mad as an idiot out there that's trying to justify the fucking leak because saying, yeah, you should have paid your employee. First of all, congratulations, motherfucker. You just destroyed yourself and your entire family. Now Sony is going to destroy your entire family. And I'm very glad for that. And yeah, when you fuck with corporations, they fuck you over and they fuck you big time over. All that guy had need to do is wait till the epidemic was listened a little bit so they can finally push the rest of us out and make sales of it. You think Sony never wanted to release the rest of us? You think Sony wanted this epidemic to start? It's like these idiots don't even think. It's like as if Sony asked for this epidemic to start. Like, what the hell are we doing out here? It's real crazy. But yeah, you, you're going to have idiots. But uh, one thing I want to say is that it gives me hope for lots of ourselves. And my issue is not with Naughty Dog. Like, Naughty Dog can do what they want to do. And people, if we don't want to work with Naughty Dog, then get the fuck out. Simple. My issue is with the employees at Naughty Dog who put their heart and soul in it. And seeing all these leaks. It's like, you don't deserve this. It's like, imagine if this was your work. And imagine if some motherfucker out here, just because he thinks he's entitled to something, or maybe he isn't entitled, maybe they own him. But nobody asked for the epidemic, and people really can't grasp the fact that we're in an epidemic, and they really don't want to acknowledge that. So, yeah, um, I really hope that it's the same thing will happen with Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, what will happen with The Last of Us. Horizon Zero Dawn, apparently, story got leaked before uh, the release date, and luckily, the, the sales never changed. In, in fact, that Horizon Zero Dawn sold 10 million something. So, I'm expecting big numbers uh, from The Last of Us Part 2. Am I sad because of the leaks? Yeah. Am I going to not buy The Last of Us 2 because of the list? Fuck no. I'm going to buy The Last of Us Day 1 and play that game and have fun. Because that's what you do. You play games and you have fun. There you go, man. Very passionate response, my guy. Uh, let me let me, let me go to, before I counter, you know, not counter, but give my thoughts on it as well. I want to go to my guy, Bloody, because I think you guys were having um, a little bit of a... Uh, uh, discourse about this so i'm curious to, to see what your thoughts on do you agree with omar do you disagree do you think maybe this should have some type of sympathy at all to the developer or or do you think as well like the, you know the leaks and and the way it's done it was just uncalled for well there's certain parts that i'll absolutely agree on there's certain parts where i absolutely stand against yes i do agree that sometimes when when you do kind of go against the company that yeah it's not always a pretty look especially when when it's on your employer but and you do got to think of that. There are a lot of devs who were very passionate about this game that put a lot of work into the game. And I do stand by that fact that there was a lot of 
care that went into creating The Last of Us and that it is a very sad thing to see something that you spent months to years on working absolutely just kind of get thrown out the window like that because right. someone leaked the whole thing. That is, as an artist, as a creator, that absolutely is heartbreaking. And there is no changing that fact that they did put a lot of work into the game. And to have it ruined like that, that is not okay. That I will absolutely say because that is a lot of care and love that these that these developers and workers put into on the flip side of things there is still an aspect of you got to think of how long some of these people were working on these games how much time they put into these games what they were getting paid whether they got paid up front or they have to wait so sometimes there's it also depends on were they a full-time employee at uh at naughty dog or were they a contractor because right. there's that's even two bigger aspects Full-time employees are constantly getting paid, whereas contractors are only getting paid either a small part at the beginning of the project, then months without pay until the end of the end, the launch of the game, or they're only getting paid once all the work is finished that they have to do. So you have to look at where it is on that. The other biggest aspect that you have to look into the fact of is that what stipulations were put into the contract? Because in the cases of events like these, not necessarily an epidemic, but when there's sort of uh issues with the game's launch or anything like that there are stipulations to make sure there are ways to get, make sure that the employees and the devs are paid and there also comes the fact of are they getting paid a salary or are they getting paid a certain percentage or are they getting paid based off of sales you got to look at two at the at the launch history for the last of us two and kind of what it went through you got to think about a year ago originally it was set to launch back in february back on february 22nd then a few days later, they announced that they were they were going to just focus on the single player, drop the multiplayer. So anyone who had been working on the multiplayer, that whole aspect got dropped. Yes, they were saying that they were going to use it for something different, but that's still something that wasn't going to be the prime focus. Then a few months passed, and then they moved the release date from April 21st all the way to May. Mm. Fast forward another few weeks, and almost a month later, then they say, we're going to have to delay the game because of the start of everything that was going on with... Uh, with the vi with the virus right now that they were going to delay the game just a little bit longer then a few days after that they said well we're going to delay the game indefinitely so that was almost four delays pushing it back months and months and months all within a short time frame and if some of these people are getting paid based on sales of the games that's already almost six months that were added onto that time frame that they're not getting paid for until the game launches if it is in that situation and then when it comes down to the fact that the game is being delayed indefinitely, instead of focusing on a digital launch like we've seen with other games, I understand that there may be a physical distribution issue. But right now, there's a stronger push for digital because of the, the situation that we're all in. Why couldn't they still push that to one help kind of push that fact? Make sure that they're getting those people who are getting paid based on those sales to at least income something until they're able to focus on the physical distribution in mm. time. Now, because of the leak, now they say, oh, we're going to go ahead and launch it Jan in June because they have no choice but to do it because of this forced hand that they yeah, have. That's, what, and that's this, what Ferg Bridges just said. Exactly. And this is where, where it comes into the fact of when you have those styles, especially when you look at how bad crunches and the, the kind of work environment that is going in at Naughty Dog, that really does put a strain because you're looking at crunch beings for – anywhere from 60 to 80 and plus what hours that's worse than the work ethic going on in Japan 
which has been very, very heavily talked about. And Kofi can back me up on that. While it's seen as a pride thing over there, it's also really unhealthy because of how mm. it affects their society. And we've seen that there's been so many investigations and look into on how bad crunch can be. Yes, we can say, oh, but it, it built a beautiful product. But that doesn't take away from the fact of how much pain does that have to put on your developers to do that? Look at what happened with everything that happened at Gearbox, right? Those employees were getting paid based off of a certain bonus on sales of a game. And then look at what just happened with Borderlands 3. 2K's yeah. most successful game, and they were promised these six-figure bonuses. And guess what the company ended up doing? Yeah, they got screwed. Completely screwed out of their money. So some only getting four, four digits to maybe five. Maybe. And that's on top of the fact that Randy Pitchford took a $10 million yeah. bonus before the game went into development. Yeah, he's a scumbag. So you got to look at how that affects. Yes, that doesn't justify the fact mm -hmm. on why they did it. And the fact is, it, there's reports that it wasn't even the, deve the developer himself. He told a family member who did it on their behalf. Hmm. Now, if that's true, that's something else. If it wasn't, there's a whole lot of implications that this story has that seems legitimate, and there's some that are questionable. But you have to look at the baseline of why it potentially happened and how that affects not just the industry going forward, but how it goes on the treatment of the developers in these cases. That's where you have to look at it. It does not justify the fact that they ruined a massive masterpiece that people have been working on. <clears throat> but at the same time, develop the, the publishers and the companies have to be held responsible for the treatment of their employees. All right. I, I got to jump in. That, that, you, interesting take. This is a good debate. Uh, Omar with, with, with the passion on one side and, and Bloody with the, with the passion on the other side as well as acknowledging the fact. But before I, I, I take this to the other panel, I do have to say, <clears throat> for the Xbox guys that's on Twitter, do not be douchebags. Do not retweet the leaks. And for those who are wishing death on people who might have leaked it or whatever, that's also just as bad. Just stop being douchebags. Like, this is not the time for it. Don't leak. Don't post the leaks. And if you know it's a leak, don't watch it. <laughs> like, if you know it's a leak, don't watch it. It's just those two things. So, anyway, I just want to throw that out. I'm sure the game is still sell. But I'm going to go to my guy Kofi here, man. What's your take with this, man? You, you, your weed brother just... Just, just back the developer and saying, like, listen, the company needs to take care of the people as well. What's your, what's your, what's your, what's your voice on this? I'm sitting here between being reasonable and being a fan of PlayStation. For all the games that I'm very excited for, I think The Last of Us Part Two is one of those that justifies my purchase of the console on top of a cavalcade of other games. But it being the third most anticipated game for me this year, and hearing of this, but even before today, when the game's date was announced. Um, Omar and other people mentioned to me that, you know, leakers were out there. Uh, even, um, you know, some of the Xbox guys, a shout out to you, bloody and op and super G. Um, and I started muting everything because I'm typically the kind of guy when I see something that I don't like, I don't get, I'm typically not loud about it. I just mm. do what I need to do to win or to get into the situation that makes me feel more comfortable. Um, removing myself from Twitter, not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, so for people who are getting spoiled anyway, who are kind of coming in blind, I still uh, feel some sort of way about it because to me, a story is part of why you're going to remember a game. It's 
gameplay mechanics are great. I'll love something like Monster Hunter forever. I'll love something like Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 forever or Neo 2 forever. Forget those stories. But still, to me, something like a game like Final Fantasy 7 or a game like Final Fantasy 8 will be here in my mind forever because of the narration. And, and to me, here's the thing. Technology can portray a story great, but typically a, a really good story isn't uh, because the technology is great. It's because you spent time on the writing. And so to, to see this level of talent come together and to be uh, spoiled after all that effort, it makes me real salty, man. It, mm -hmm. it makes me real salty. On the opposite side, uh, Bloody brought up some really good information because um, I try my best to hear the opinions of uh, Japanese natives who have an honest opinion because sometimes that's a little bit hard to get on what the work culture is like if you either work for a game company or you work in tech there is this huge prize pride with working so hard that you sleep at your job getting caught sleeping at your office might be considered wow yeah i, I kind of like him or her that you know that person was was willing to to do that uh is that really healthy can that uh really be maintained i don't i don't i don't know you know i don't live in japan so i'm not going to claim all the knowledge of that but i do mm -hmm. see uh when natives tweet that type of opinion um and i see something um similar here right, right us being a capitalist capitalistic society people uh, make that sacrifice they see that passion you guys know where i stand on that mm -hmm. uh, i still don't believe you don't get a great product without uh putting your heart and soul into it. I think of some of the greatest athletes of all time, Sacrifice. right? Michael Jordan is, a, mm -hmm. there's a, uh, well, it's kind of late in, in his, in his legacy, but, um, uh, Michael Jordan has a new documentary out called the last dance, right? It's about the, the final run for that last, that sixth ring. Uh, but it talks a lot about his sacrifice in high school to get to the level that he was so impressive at when he finally joined the NBA. So you gotta be a little bit crazy. You gotta be a little bit Tom Brady, uh, to get to this level. Um, so it, it I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very conflicted about it. I, I just pray that I feel like this disgruntled employee or whomever he associated with who did this for, for him or, or her uh, was quite desperate. You know yeah. what's going to happen, right? There's a public-facing yeah. uh, uh, um, market that's going to know about this for a long time. There's an internal market that feels like a small world. I swear, it, you know, in my field of work, if you do something like this, all of a sudden it's a small world. Everybody knows what you did. You're going to be like, dang. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, Adam Orth, who used to work for Xbox and originally tweeted, get over it, when the DRM issue came up for Xbox. Adam Orth all but disappeared for years. I don't know if you guys know, mm. he actually made his own game a couple of years ago, but ain't nobody know about no Adam Orth. Ain't nobody know about him. So, yeah. um, the, all I know is he, this person you know, was willing to make that type of sacrifice. I think that should speak to the situation that they were probably facing. I don't think they were doing this on a whim. Uh, I think they knew uh, but, but, it was but, serious. But sometimes desperation, man, and the act of desperation, I mean, with this, with, with the combination of the pandemic and what's going on and maybe not paying, you know, like Omar said, man, you kind of fucked yourself for the, for the long term if you want to stay in this business. So, yeah. I mean, it would, like, well, my question is: Is it worth the squeeze, man? Is the juice worth the squeeze? I mean, it that that is a true. That is one of those parts where I agree with Omar on is that it does leave a bad look on him and the professional yep. side of things, really yep. bad. But you also got to think that that if things weren't the way it was, maybe there there may have been a little bit easier way for him for the person to wait a little bit. But because of everything going on with the global pandemic right now money is hard 
everyone is struggling. Everyone is hurting in some of the worst ways. And there are companies and, and places and things that aren't stopping just because everything else is stopping. And everyone needs every little bit. And when, when a big company and a billion dollar one and probably one of the biggest developers is holding back potentially again, potentially, because this is just what we know. Yeah. We don't want to know all the facts. We don't know. We don't know if this is true or not. If they're potentially not having gotten paid because of all the delays, the hold back on sales and everything like that, that hurts, especially in this time. Now, again, it's not defending them, mm-hmm. but there is, a, we need to understand the connotation of why it potentially happened. That's, That's I mean, the it, biggest key about it all. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Let me, uh, let me go I to wanna, my, guy. Right, well, Omar, you go, and then I want, I want, I want uh, Reg and everyone else to, to have their piece. Go ahead. I have a question to the audience, to the panel member, and also to chat. Do you think we, as gamers, we have disconnect with developers, but also publishers? Because we get over, we get fucked over so many times with uh, broken games releases, games that have microtransactions and loot boxes up to wazoo. Do you think we stop caring about developers having crunch time, stop caring about publishers forcing developers to sleep on job because we just want our game back. Like for me, the reason when I support games like Naughty Dog, because I know they put out classics, they put out amazing games. I do my best to support them day one. But when I see a game that's half broken, unfinished, no chance in hell I'm going to buy that game. I would rather, and I, I legit say it, pirate that game and play it for free then give that developer a dime of my money when he or she put out a game that is so broken that needs 20 patches and not being able to be fixed yet i mean yeah go ahead Reg. i think um i think bloody kind of covered it a bit like it's not necessarily that there's a disconnect we simply don't care um, I mean, that's just the reality of consumerism. We don't always think about who's making these products. We like to, but we just want our stuff. And I think I said it before when we had the, the, the conversation about clients. It's like, listen, man, if you don't care, that's fine. That's where you stand. Just kind of stay out of the way. Um, you know, the ideas that, you know, you know, Omar, you mentioned, like, everything has crunch. doesn't make it okay. You know, like yeah. you mentioned work with nurses who, you know, couldn't get five minutes of nap. Well, what happens when nurses are tired? Nurses make mistakes. When nurses make mistakes, people People die. die. (laughs) A police officer who showed up at the apartment she thought was hers because she had worked however long it was, a person died because of that. Now, we can always say, everybody's got to work hard, so she probably just should have been better, but people are dead now. Oh no! Yes, it's an inevitable part of life. That does not mean we just have to sit here and accept it. Yep. And people have been doing ch- change is slow. Change is not going to happen overnight. Yes. And no matter how much people want to like lead you to that, change happens really, really, really slow. Um, and so like that's the stuff what Jason Schreier is doing and all these type of things. This probably won't have an impact until if our children start gaming. An impact, nonetheless, and that's all. You, that's the best you can hope for, for the most part. Real, real quick, Rez, just, just, just to add to that a little bit. I, I just think, like Omar, and I mean, even to, to, to a point, uh, Kofi. Uh, there's a divide, though. Like, 
yes, crunch is bad, but some there's like gamers on the other side are like, well, we don't care long as long as the game is good. And then the, and there's people like, damn, he's really, you know what I mean? Like, there's a divide at the moment like, you know, in time. Yeah, and you know, but you can't. Those folks, you just kind of have to move past. You know, there's always going to be people who stand in front of progress. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I and my job. When I first got to my job, like I think it was five years ago, they were using WordPerfect, and it's because the division just didn't want to upgrade to like Microsoft Word. They just didn't want to do it, and they had enough power and influence where like nobody was going to make them do it. So eventually, now they probably do because everybody got to work from home, mm-hmm. and like now you upgraded to Office three sixty five, so you're going to have to get with it. Um, or get left behind. And sometimes these folks just have to get left behind. You know, I don't know. I, I think there's a fair ground. And it's a rare situation in this where both things can be wrong. Buddy Dog can be wrong for possibly treatment of their employees, um, thus causing one of their employees, maybe, allegedly, um, to release this information, kind of hurting a lot of folks in The Last of Us um on the other hand there's the employee like you didn't have to do this there are other ways to go about this Particularly if you're owed money there may be some legal routes but fighting a large company is almost impossible from a legal standpoint unless you've got a slam dunk case yeah um which then somebody can still draw that out because they've got as much money as you yeah yeah like you don't have more money than sony random dev you do not so just not you know part of the thing i i think what the challenge is um and i think what we really need to kind of focus on is particularly like i think everybody's really upset about the leaker mm-hmm. truth be told is he's probably not going to get punished in the way we think he is you know the idea is that he'll never work in this industry again sony's going to ruin his life no not really as a person who works in a very outward facing job Hmm. Be amazed at the things that people do that wind up on the news. Mm-hmm. Just they, they go back to work. Might That's not work point. in our industry. They go back to work. So there's no. You can be mad at the guy, but you've kind of got to let it go because the truth of the matter is, he might not ever work in the video game industry anymore. But like, if he just winds up at Amazon somewhere, or what if his what if, what if one of his buddies. Privately owns a company that he can just go work for, yeah, or family member, or sister, or brother, or you know, uh, I know Kofi and Pharaoh and I have known people who like don't have to work, did, and then just stopped working. Like, nah, I've money. I just I did this because I like doing it, and now that it's I got caught or whatever, just don't have to work anymore. But I have money, so like I don't have to do this. I just did this because it was an enjoyable part of it. Um, I saw the leaks because I'm not I wasn't I'm not a day one Last of Us person. Um, I really enjoyed the game. Yeah, I think it's excellent. Um, sucks because you know if if any of these are true, it does kind of shape you know what people are seeing, and you know you don't want to be spoiled. I remember when uh, first new Star Wars came out. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, Force, um, uh, Force Awakens. Awakens, and everybody was posting. Uh, I guess spoilers for about a five-year-old movie or so. Um, the death of Han. And like I was just you. You couldn't scroll through the comments without people just posting like Han dies, and showing the actual footage. Of 
Um, and it sucks for those like who really want to see it because part of this is just like, listen, man, I get it. Overall, it's not like that large of a thing, but particularly in a time like this, I just really would like to sit down with my game and just kind of experience this story. Um, and PlayStation, particularly Naughty Dog, has shown that they can really craft great narrative experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think The Last of Us is one of the best narrative experiences within like the past five years. Um, and so I think it's really bad that this has happened. I do think Naughty Dog will recover. They're, you know, they're going to be fine. Be this fine. isn't go- this is going to break them. Um, and unfortunately, there's a part of like, while we kind of continue to discuss this, uh, this feels like one of those things that's an inevitable part of life. People are going to, you're going to always have a disgruntled employee. And sometimes, you know, it might not be for good reason. Or douchebag uh, customers like uh, trying to watch the end game, and then as you walk in, somebody ruins the fucking ending. Oh yeah, that happened to you, didn't it? Yeah, it happened to me. So yeah. I almost punched the dude right oh, in the yeah, mouth. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's like pe- people who uh, you know walk out of the Harry Potter theater and says that you know Dave kills Dumbledore or exactly. vice versa. You, know, you can't. There's nothing you could do with these people. Um, and fortunately, they seem to be few and far between. Like this is probably like the one of the biggest leaks in the last couple in years, while. right? Like in a while for a video yeah, game. It's a huge thing. And I think as, as Bloody keeps alluding to, there's really a lot more going on here than I think yeah. what we're knowing. Yeah. Shout out to Slaw. Yeah, we're we're gonna thing. probably find out more, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I, and again, I don't think this is the end of this for sure. I don't I don't think they will keep the touch up. No, Jason's going to be the guy. I guarantee you. So, there's going to be a, a report, investigative something. Because they've already, like, if you think about it, Naughty Dog's already been kind of under the, you know, under the microscope for, for a while now, it seems like. Which is kind of odd. Because last year, I don't remember this much talk about the, maybe maybe because the social media area. But so yeah. much focus yeah. on backroom or, like, the, the, the I, I had a series I was going to make, like, the dark side of video games. Where, like, the stuff that we don't know about. That is You're coming talking about the work now. culture and stuff. Like yeah, that. the world coat, the work culture, the, the the crunch, the the uh, the backstabbing of like CEOs, like uh, like the the borderlands do the borderlands guy. Yeah, the allegations in the uh, the 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 French um France oh, for, uh, uh, team. Quantic dream, quantic, quantic dreams. dreams. Like there's a whole bunch of shit that we don't that we yeah. wouldn't know had we're not so glued into this. That's what I mean. Like all that is coming to light. And I you know mean, what I mean? So it's it's crazy. It's it's it's, it's crazy by the way, how. Way, you're talking about Randy Pitchford. Right? Randy, Randy yeah, Pitchford. Yeah. Randy yeah, that's a whole nother. We should do a different cast oh, yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah that's. I, I think that's it's really interesting real. about it. I think it's interesting that you bring that up the, the way that you did, uh, FC. And I think that's because of the fact uh, that there have been a lot more people. There's been a lot more whistleblowers in the game yes. industry. And you, you, you think about ex devs, like look at what Jonathan Cooper, the ex Sony dev or the ex Naughty Dog dev who left talked about how Naughty Dog tried to really get him out of all the money that he had earned and how he actually had to take, get a lawyer to fight them to basically get them to release what he had already earned from his work. And he's talked about that work culture. Now he says there's certain things that he does uh, care about that. He does still love the first party studios. He still loves a lot of his developers, but he was one of those people who said there have to be work cultures and things that have to change and break if we want to keep this industry to be really supportive look at what happened again at rockstar how there's been 
so many years in games that have gone through crunch and the amount of time. Yes, we we as consumers are a bit. It's like, hey, look, we're paying for this. We want to be satisfied. And we have that, there is that disconnect, but also that don't care attitude, but we still do have to look at it. What We're all workers too, right? We all do mm-hmm. work in our kind of field. When we get disrespected in what we do, we feel a certain way. We still have to look at the people who do stand behind the, uh, who do that behind the scenes work. Yes, we are paying for a product and we have a certain level of what it should be. However, when we see things like this, we do have to look on the backside of things of those who are putting into it. So yeah, the Cooper this... guy, he got exposed for being a liar. So no chance in hell for him to be legit. Because if you're legit, you would not try to to lie to to prove a point. If I am legit, I'm not going to pretend something that's not true just to prove a point. I remember him trying that, and an employee from Naughty Dog had to put him on on his plate and put him on blast. He tried to use an, a picture for an employee and saying that she passed out from yeah, overworking yeah. while in fact she was having a period and was rushed yeah. to the hospital. That, I mean, I mean that, that's true, but the, but the point is even but whether he's a liar or not. I'm this, talking about. It's, it's, when we are not going to have a, a smoke. fix for this. Yeah, we are not going I... to have uh, a solu- not solution, uh, a change in the gaming industry. Yeah, I don't it... think because if that would do would exist, we would have had that when we heard well, about the crunch time with uh, Rockstar. Omar, Omar, that's not. No, Omar, Omar, change happens slowly over time, bro. Like it, it's just, it just is. Holy, it. I, I do it like this too. To work in government. Mm-hmm. If you want to get something through government. Takes forever, bro. Six months. <laughs> Six months. Yeah, that's it's, like legit. Just talking about, I just want to get people on the newest operating system. This is yeah. something small. Good luck with that. We're talking about a, an entire work-life balance culture that people have been doing for the past twenty to thirty to forty years. It's not going to happen just because a few dudes write some reports. All of a sudden, stuff comes out. It's going to be a long, arduous battle, and there's going to be some losses. There's going to be some wins, and you just kind of, if you're ready to be a part of this, then you kind of got to hunker down and see where it's going to go. But there is no easy fix to this, and there's no quick fix to this. I think maybe as gamers, we're so used to quick fixes, mm. but you can't force your way through this. This is not like some platinum you can achieve. This is something that's going to take an absurdly long amount of time it's gonna take a while man just just like the whole digital to 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 consoles man before it's like nah no no one's gonna use digital now it's slowly overtaking uh, hardware you know over time next generation is probably gonna be even a a bigger number maybe instead of 50 or 60 40 it's gonna be 70 30 type of thing you know what i mean like before it started this generation nobody thought that was gonna happen but now look at digital's already at that point i believe well i mean mean, that's what i'm saying but over like but you saw it gradually overtake it like how long has this gen been seven years like in the start of the gen it was the opposite yeah because at the start of the gen it was about 80 percent physical yes 20 digital but we had already saw the rise of the digital side of things from the last gen which was because right. microsoft was one of the first to push digital and then psn came started coming really pushing right. their digital afterwards but the thing is it but took time 
Yeah, look at Steam. Look years, at Steam. Think... Steam took a minute for it to get rolling. Like, get ahead of Steam. You know what I mean? No pun intended. Oh, pun intended. Oh, yeah. So, you know, but, 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 but we'll be on that topic. Right? There's really good discussion, real good debates. But let me go to, let's 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 get Jubei Sensei, let's get Farrell's um, point on this before we move on. But real quick, shout out to the chat. We Y'all, <laughs> so for those who don't know what the DMV is and y'all reading it, DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and there's a, a lot of PG County type of guys that are just talking about mumble sauce and new balances. Shout out to Jubei yeah. Sensei, rocking the old grays, them old ass, old man shoes. So, but anyway, oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Jube and Farrell. Go ahead. But Stacy's, he'll be all right. Oh, Stacy okay. Adams is real old man shoes, but they fine. Nah, I don't think you're not. <laughs> when I'm, I'm talking about old man, I'm talking about nursing home. Those New Balance, those gray New Balances uh, that fucking oh, everybody in DC oh, wear, those are, yeah, those, no. those are nursery home shoes. what Tim's are to New York, bro. Don't be. I know, and I and I clown them because y'all motherfuckers look like y'all about to be in the fucking nursery home. Talking about beat your feet. What you know about that? <laughs> so, anyway, mm. go ahead, bro. Oh, no. I'm weak. Anyway, um, I mean, I think uh, we as the gaming community are just as responsible as Leaker if we're perpetuating this shit. Like, I mean, if we if we care about this industry as much as we say we do, like, it's it's our job to stop shit like this from spreading around. And, you know, I appreciate Kofi and everybody that's out here blocking people from, you know, spreading the bullshit. And like, like, like FC said, if you are, you know, an Xbox dude, like, don't, don't be a dick, bro. Like, yeah, people have been waiting for this game. Don't, don't spoil it. Like, you, you might, you might get karate chopped in the neck in public. Like, you don't, like, there, there's so much access on social media to people these days. Um... It's just bad all around. Like even on what Slomo said in chat, like it, it fucking sucks. And hopefully this, it's not going to really affect sales like that. This, this game is going to do damage regardless. So yeah, that's. I mean, that, that's that's crazy, man. And uh, yeah, the chat is the chat is what we the chat is luncheon right now. For those who don't know what that means, <laughs> uh, let, let, let's go, Farrell. Get your point and move on to the next topic, man. This man said, Slomo said, I tear my ACL trying to beat my feet now, bro. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> and my um, guy Wes, my guy Wes said, I saw a meme saying Baltimore sounds like this. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Real disrespectful, Wes. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. <laughs> I didn't know we had so many DMV people, man. Yeah, man. That's so wild. that DMV love, bro. Hey, yo, Farrell, go ahead. I think it's only me. It's me and Jube. And then I think the rest of you guys, except for the the, the except for Omar and um, Bloody, y- y'all from Baltimore, right? I know Reg is. Yeah. His accent yeah. comes out. Basically. Yeah. I just feel like, uh, you know, nobody wins when, when Elite comes out. Mm. Whether, you're, um, whether you're on the Xbox side, PlayStation side, PC side. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all gamers, so I think we should all look out for each other and, you know, protect each other from leaks, you know, yeah. so that's my thing. And as far as the the person who did it, I'm sure they had their own reasons. Um, yeah. Some may be wrong, some may be right. I mean, there's 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 always multiple sides to a story, so I'm not going to be the one to be, you know, judging them. But uh, I just I just hope it all works out for the best, um, you know. Sony has to pay their bills. You and you had to you had to protect the information that was trusted to you. You know, both 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 failed. So I don't think it's right to to look at that one individual and say, "Oh, it's all him." 
because that, that's not fair because they both they both didn't uh didn't meet their end of the bargain so yeah. so i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's our place to take a side in that yeah um like well, we'll know more when, um, when, when more me. news come out. I was oh, not. There you go. Omar. Omar didn't about to go. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not singling. I'm not singling out you, Omar. I'm just speaking. No, I'm saying. I'm saying that I am the one that got leaked for it. Tony didn't mm. leak it. He leaked it. So we paid the price. So of yeah. course I'm going to but, to pick a side. But 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 you picking a side is being is is kind of being selfish. Because yeah, that, that's been a, how be extreme, one I got leaked. Because but you're not you're, you're not you're not you're not acknowledging what happened to him. Yeah. You're only well, acknowledging care, how though. it that's impacted the, that's, you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And, that's and why that's, I said it's selfish. That that's why I said it's selfish. And that's why he meant that's why Pharaoh mentioned that when a leak happens, everyone mm. is hurting. Everyone loses. And I and I said this before the before the show, it's the extreme toxicity on both sides. That are getting wild. I was like, yes, there are Xbox guys, like a uh, couple around, that are being extreme and and being uh, dicks and, and absolutely pushing it out. They're pushing yeah. it out. However, there are some that's just like, hey, especially like me and Op to you, Kofi, because we we talk with you because we have our own chat and we know how big of a uh, a PlayStation fan you are. What's the first thing we said earlier today? It's like, hey, man, you might want to be on the lookout for this because there are people out there who are being a bunch of douchebags. I was like, if you really are wanting to help support those who don't want to see this advice like we were talking everyone needs to be off social media right now because right now there are people who are being douchebags on both sides no one is innocent in this but it's the people who are who want to be kept out of the dark are the ones who are suffering the most because of both you have to acknowledge both sides of the camp you can't just take one over the other do you know how i was i I got spoiled I was literally trying to block a person because I learned that he is spoiling. So, but I was, I typed his name and by the time, by the time uh, I was finished typing his name, his name had a nickname and nickname was spoilery. Mm. They're doing it literally on purpose. It's not something, hey, pass this out information. No, they are targeting people with this shit. Yes, and there are going to be douchebags who do that. But again, not everyone. Like I said, it's the extremes on no, both I, sides. No, I said extremists. I never yeah. said every Xbox fan. Oh, yeah. And, and those are the ones, that, that's the ones we said to be, be aware of. That's why it, it ha- everyone has to look out for each other. It don't matter what side you're yeah. on. As gamers, if you want to go in unspoiled, if you want to truly experience this with mind fresh completely clean we got to look out and say hey man there's people who are being dicks be yeah. aware of this be aware of this be aware of this that's how it should be but people always want to go to the extreme all the time it's not a us versus them it's we're all gamers we got to look out for people who want to ruin the fun that's yes, what it sir. should be all right let's 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 move this transition i'm sure we'll we'll hear more from that uh it's good debates from everybody to chat and everybody's point of view on it it's 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 really good well i'm, I'm gonna let's 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 switch it over to the far east real quick um, Kofi, uh, you brought, you mentioned something to me, I think it was last week in the DMs about Game Pass and like it, it eventually became, it eventually got access to Korea and Japan and the Asian markets. So I, I think I posed a question to you or maybe you posed a question to me about like what are the Japanese or the Asian people in particular feel about Game Pass how, and I'm curious to see if it's comparable to how the Americans or the West feel about it, which, you know, they, they feel for majority 
um, highly, and they favor it highly. So I'm curious from what from you and your in the people that you talk to, what is the state of Game Pass in in the Japanese mind at the moment? So um, one thing I got to throw out there. Gamers who typically only speak Japanese and aren't aware of the rivalry that we go through don't have that same type of mentality. If they think mm. it's a good deal, they're going to get it. If they don't think it's a good deal, they're just not going to talk about it. Like regular so I had people. To do a little... <laughs> yes, like yeah. regular people. Like regular people. I had, yeah. I had to do... Um... So, well, here's the thing. I default my Should language. about two for five? <laughs> so fine. Uh, I know right. <laughs> Uh, to find what um, Japanese natives think about Game Pass. To be honest, I'm going to go right to it because I think Bloody could help me out on it. <laughs> um, the number of titles that are available within Japan seem to be far less than what's available over in the States. But I want to confirm that. Because right now, um, I have the whole list of titles that will be available in Japan. This was at least as of, I think it was the 14th. And... Uh, it's 158. Okay. Now, I'm curious because what Japanese players are saying is they would like to make a U.S. account and take advantage of the larger titles that are available on the West side. And there is a controversy because some gamers are saying that there are security measures that prevent that, almost like Netflix, where you could probably figure out a way, but it's it's very difficult uh, depending on whether you know you're only on Xbox or you're only on PC, um, which to some that's that's a pretty small gripe, right? I mean, we're talking about taking advantage of something that maybe not was intentionally designed to be used in this way. Um, but like my my question was, I don't really know what titles the total number of titles that are available in the U.S. Because uh, I'm not a Game Pass subscriber, I don't really pay attention, but except for the couple highlights, like I don't know, Children of Morta or you know, first party. Uh, things like this it's like um, it's like it's like close to about 200 like it rotates i think it's interesting at 200 i think at the i think we're sitting at 203 i think was the yeah, last uh, one. Roughly, roughly around 200 yeah so yeah. last thing i'll throw out um if we want to continue with this is i just look at reactions what what games do they choose to play what games are they trying mm. a lot of these gamers are pc gamers they don't care about having the box and it looks like they have their laptops and they're playing, it's typically a wide variety of things. The most popular thing I've seen played, which again is surprising to me, is, um, what's it called? Horizon 4. Between Horizon mm. 4, uh, a title, uh, another title I thought they would have already owned, um, Near Automata. Um, mm, okay. That's a big pick. Let me, so I'm, just, I'm, I'm like literally scrolling through and just looking at what people have that's interesting. Um, ReCore. Which, you know, people liked Keiji Inafune and probably never played the record game. Um, and this is their opportunity. Like, I'm looking for people to justify jumping on the platform because of not just value, because they are mentioning, oh, it's only $4 on PC or, you know, about $4 when you do the uh, equivalency. Uh, but well, I guess I'm trying to figure out what do they like it more for? Is it value or is it exclusives? Hmm. Um, and, you know, that's that word is kind of vague well, when we're talking about being on two different pieces of hardware but um i i think what i think yeah. what you just stated um was interesting is kind of what i use i mean I, for those who don't know i'm on pc a lot as well and the big bargain for pc gamers as well is the fact that they could play those games without having the xbox so that's one thing that you could i guess if you think in the you know in theory there's not that many xbox consumers 
um, in Japan or in Asia markets currently, right? So how do you gain more um, people to play your softwares by things like PC Game Pass, which you said that um, that they're using the PC app to get these games. So with that, I feel like exclusives isn't really as important for the PC guy. It's more about the bargain and the deals, right? And the deal being that they could spend, I think, a dollar, whatever the deal is, and having to play near that they probably, didn't, probably was on their backlog, having them play the other games that's on there. I had a video um, from, I don't know who, but I just pulled it, to show all the list of those Japanese games, or the Japanese, the games that are available for Japanese Game Pass on yeah. there. So, I mean, it, it, it's an interesting thing, and I just wanted to talk about it. I want to see, see maybe, uh, Bloody, do you have any anything to take, um, any thoughts on this, and what's your opinion, or do you agree with Kofi? Uh, Kofi actually absolutely brings up a good point because, as he mentioned, especially for us who are very knowing and understanding of the Japanese culture, they are very more like normal people, focused on deals. And the fact that what makes Game Pass good with the way that they release it to the Asian markets is they release Game Pass Ultimate as well as Game Pass for PC. Ultimate is console and PC, but they also know that they release just the sole PC aspect because one thing that I've always mentioned is that the that for the Asian markets they've always been very PC heavy mm-hmm. or they've been very mobile. That's why you look at like the Nintendo Switch is so very big over there. You look at mobile gaming on phones very big in Japan, uh, especially in Japan because of the very mobile lifestyle that they have. However, you also looked at in Japan and especially in Korea, you have things called PC banks or PC bonks which are basically internet cafes where you can bring your laptop or you can bring your uh, built PC and actually will spend days and, and hours. Sometimes you can even, there are some that actually have it's where you can rent a little cubby and basically spend a day or two in their PC at these places on PC games. That is literally the, the culture over there. So the fact is the way that they rolled it out by pushing the, the PC aspect and, and really bringing that out is great. And I think that the way that, Xbox has handled the the Game Pass. They're definitely trying to add a lot of the obviously very big PC games that are out there. And they're getting a lot of games that are both console and PC and being able to utilize them as ways to kind of help bridge that gap of bringing those. And bringing out a lot of games that some people may not know, as well mm-hmm. as obviously a lot of the big names. And especially when you look at a game like Nier uh, uh, Automata, which ha- was very popular and very big on console. Also very big on... PC. So seeing that as one of the top uh, played games on PC is very interesting. And the thing about it too is that the PC is cheaper than the console Xbox Game Pass as right. well as That's the true. Ultimate. And potentially that could be because of the fact that it, it's five dollars. It, yeah, yeah, it's $5. And That's a good you gotta deal. think about that that it's not it doesn't have as many games uh, as uh, the console. And uh, obviously because of the fact that there's some games that may not have been localized for Japan yeah. yet. And that, that's one thing I, I want to say. Like, for example, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to Game Pass, but there's no Japanese support. And so Japanese people are like, oh, like, uh, I'm happy, but, like, they're kind of on the fence. Uh, and about and, and that's, kind, that's kind of where it comes to is that it's not always necessarily because of Xbox. It is also because of the publisher. Rockstar yeah. has, has always been one of those companies that's not always the best when it comes to localization as well as a few others. But I mean, the same could be said about Japan and, and some of their localization here for the West, because sometimes we'll get it here in, in the States, 
but it doesn't make it into certain European countries because of localization, or it goes into European countries, but not necessarily here in the States or and vice versa. So there is that localization issue, but I think the way that Xbox has been helping to kind of push the game pass forward, Japan, and help roll it out, especially with you, when you think of the fact that not only are they pushing out game pass for pc they're rolling out rolling it out right alongside the fact that they're pushing the game pass or or the x uh the xbox clown and yeah. you think of how Korea. successful i know yeah, yeah exactly you look at how successful x cloud has been mm. for those markets because of the fact that again they're very pc oriented or mobile gaming oriented and you're giving them console level uh streaming games and now you're giving them the PC focus side of things. I think they've handled it to reaching those Asian markets in a very well-maintained way. Yes, there's still going to be issues with not all games reaching out there. Mm. But I think this is going to help pull that interest of saying, hey, look, Japan wants these games. They want to see yeah. what they they want, what America has and, and the West has. Right. Why don't we help to make uh, workarounds with those publishers to be able to kind of help support that market more? And another thing I want to add as well is that is that um, and I want you I want everyone else to, to talk as well uh, is that the, the Japanese and Asian markets are getting the Game Pass now when it's um, when it has a lot of content when it first launched it didn't have much content it wasn't in my opinion worthy for those who are hardcore gamers it's like not enough for me cool for those who are new to the system you know yeah. whatever like you know younger people and then when they started dropping these these third party deals these uh first party deals and i'm like okay okay now for me like it would make sense because like yeah. fuck it, I, i'm i'm i'm, yeah. I'm all for bargain why the hell would i pay 60 dollars when i don't have to um that shit got me that shit got me second guessing big just as do i want to drop 60 dollars in this or do i want to wait and you gotta think of too that it's also helping because there are games that oh, I just people dropped that people may have been completely unsure of now they're sold on it, and now they're buying those games because, as we've seen, that they said that people who play games through Game Pass are buying more because they're enjoying these games because they're playing more variety of games. And I think that's helping out because the fact that one, you got to think that you're getting a discount because of Game Pass. Whether you're buying these games, you're getting them like I think it's ten percent, and then when you buy a DLC, that's twenty percent off. When you see that you can get a game through Game Pass and get a discount of it. That pushes a lot of people because especially if it's more than the tax in your state, you're saving money. And then when you can mm -hmm. get the DLC for basically twice the tax of your state, everyone's going to be like, uh, yeah, that $20 DLC now dropping down to, you know, $16 and less. It's just like, why wouldn't I jump on that? Another thing too that now people don't realize as well, and I think uh, Jubei mentioned this in the last Xbox News section, was about how they're kind of using like Amazon Prime. You know how Amazon Prime has those deals where you play games and you get loot, Amazon loot and stuff from having yeah, Prime? Yeah, the perks. Yep. So it's like, yeah, so the, now the, they, have, the they have Game Pass perks where, for yeah. instance, like on 2K, first of all, NBA 2K is on there for those who like gaming, like, you know, Pharaoh and Jubei probably do cartwheels if Madden gets Man, on there. Fuck but that game. <laughs> 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 but I mean, but I, but the point is they give you, they give you not, not free, but free-ish uh, uh, VC as a perk. I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's that's not bad, and that's that's enticing to people. That's all that all they do is play two K. Like exactly, it really it really is. People that, that people really be about that that player life. Like that game is trash. Yeah. But but here's the thing though, right? I was like, I think it's a great way for them to do what they've been what they've been trying to do because we saw that they had the mixer rewards for certain games that whenever you watch certain mixer streams that you would get DLC for certain games. Like they had it with. 
uh, Smite. They had a few mm. with uh, Sea of Thieves. And, of course, what they do with Forza Horizons. Now they're adding the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate perks. Because yeah, they really perks. made they made the they made Game Pass Ultimate their very big focus now. It incorporates everything that they've been building up. Game Pass, as you said, when it launched was very uh, very minimalistic, but they started ramping up games, of course, out of their uh, out of their first party and then a few smaller titles, and then they started ramping it up quickly, quickly because publishers started buying into it. Yeah. Now they have a wide variety. They've combined it with Xbox uh, Live Gold. But now you have your online subscription and a game subscription together for a fairly reasonable price. And now they want to add more into it, just like you would with Amazon Prime with the Twitch, with the Twitch Prime uh, loot that you would get yeah. for uh, having that Twitch Prime, which is basically from having Amazon Prime and getting that free DLC for a lot of those games. Now Xbox is doing their own. Now if they exactly. combine that, if they do, and if they really want to lock down on it, one pull in more games because, like you said, you have big games like. NBA. You have Fantasy Star had had two and yeah. in, in a month uh, perk drops. Then you had uh, Smite. You have World of Tanks and a few others. Mm -hmm. And then if you were to combine that with what they were trying to do with Mixer and really help add in a lot more variety of, of games and interaction between the two, then you would really have a big competitor to what Twitch and and Amazon are doing over there. And I think that's what they've really been building up towards. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Anyone else oh, have definitely. a point on this? Uh, I know, I know I you've, been, you've been chomping. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, I think even just bigger than Game Pass, like they're never going to break into the console market in those um, in those countries. It's, it's just not going to happen. That sale, that sales wolf is always going to exist. But if they can get xCloud to the point where you know. As, as you, if they can get that, how how Korea's feeling about it, if they can get that, you know, more widespread on that in that in that part of the part of the world. There, they don't necessarily have to, you know, break in. Like they don't have to worry about sales there because people are still going to be playing their game if they can get their hands on XCloud. So, and that's a good point. I, I, and I think I think that's their play. Like, okay, yeah. you don't want to buy our console, but you can take this with you. You know, what I'm saying you, you have these mobile devices and shit, and that that's primarily how you're going to play anyway. So take it with you, and, and people. Are, I, I really think that that's going to be the, where they're going to measure their success in that region. Next. And and Jube, to add on to that, you got to think of what what they've already stated, what their what their focus is, especially during their last conference. I think it was um, a, a while back, is that they stated that a lot that they do have new publishing deals for a lot of games that are going to drop in Game Pass, especially all their ID at Xbox game going to mm -hmm. be dropping in, as well as a few others. Uh, and I think they also stated Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage is going to be yeah. a big one. And I think they stated, I think they had EA on there, and they said all EA games are going to be uh, uh, big in X Cloud. So basically, they're focusing on that mobile market and that PC. And I think that's where they're really going to push for those markets over there. That that the console sales are not their primary focus. Mm -hmm. And I think with them doing that, I think that's going to measure their success and really help to reestablish xbox as a really big global brand because we say global and it's recognized but it's big in the west the states yeah. canada uh mexico and then of course brazil mm. and, and a lot of south american countries and of course in europe but i think this is going to hit those markets where it's really missing out in india uh korea china uh japan all those areas and i think that's really what the big play is because that's why these are all in beta and i think that's why when they re fully launch xcloud and how they already say they're gonna tie it to game pass and everything i think they're gonna they're gonna make a special 
aspect of where it's xCloud and PC focus oriented of a bundle with them to kind of help push those markets with that kind of sale. Well, Ultimate's going to incorporate everything for the majority of everyone else. Yeah, that's a good point. But Ru, I got to address, man, because Christopher Harte, our resident pony, my guy, stop lying. He says uh, Game Pass is a Dollar Tree gaming. Devs don't benefit. That's not true. First of all, as many devs have already stated, they actually made money, especially the smaller ones. And the bigger ones are getting a resurgent on the games that have been out, like Rockstar. I mean, you could, you could, if you have a big AAA game, you could launch it six months later. You know how kind of how movies do it, like in a, in a rental service, kind of like this. It works out that way. You get more money. You get a resurgence in your game. It makes sense. And another thing too, gear like the first party dev, they there was a report already about Gears Tactics. The reason why they made this game is because of Game Pass to the point where they could take risks and not worrying about having to make a game that sells rather than make a game that they want to make. I.e., the creativity, which I know Kofi was talking about, what uh, Xbox was lacking and that risk factor that he likes to put out that Sony developers tend to do. So this is the point I'm making is that they are doing that same risk factor and the fact that they have a net and game pass helps them take more risks. You got, so, you also got to think like they're saving money on marketing too. It's in the app. Like you don't got to pay to have, you know, all these ad campaigns and shit. Like game, game pass advertises like movies all over time. Like you are up to date on what, what's coming and going as far as the service there. But the point is, stop hating on game. Like, okay, that whole developer thing. Like, if you're not a developer, why do you care? Like, yeah. shut up. Like, and here's the know. here's the other biggest thing is that there have been some developers who talked about, especially those who launch day and date, is that for those that are launching their game day and date in Game Pass or for that whole ecosystem, Microsoft gives them a an upfront uh feed to kind of help offset mm-hmm. some of the downloads that they may be getting. Yes, they're going to get sales from other platforms, especially if it's a multi-platform release. But they're like, hey, guess what? We'll pay you so much to, to cover, you know, however long we're going to keep it in here. And then they still profit off of any first sales that they get that are going to be discounted. They're not losing out because they are being given a kind of uh, upfront fee to kind of help offset some of what, yeah. what they may have initially been uncertain of. Because if they put out a game and only sell it, there's no guarantee that that game's going to get traction. So there's still the risk of, are we going to make sales or not? This is at least offsetting some of that risk by basically saying, hey, look, we're going to give you money. You can, you can put it here. And then if anyone wants to buy it, they'll get it on a discount. You'll still get a, a good portion of it. But we're going to help kind of mitigate your risk. Yeah. Why wouldn't a dev want to do that? It, it just it just makes sense, man. Like, honestly, if, if, but you know, enough 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 entertaining the troll, man. Shout out to my guy, guy Christopher Harte. Um, but Omar, I know you wanted to get into your topic, but I feel like we have to push that next week. That give it proper audience. It's oh, time no, to talk it's about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, motherfucker. You're right. No, no, you're right. <laughs> all right, you assholes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll talk about crossplay the week after because next week's the final. Okay. I got. I'm gonna beat the game before my knees get beaten up. Oh, I'm just. It's gonna be the the quietest host ever when it comes to this top. I'm just sitting there like. Yeah, yeah. I'm on chapter six. So <laughs> sorry. Right, let me. Uh, let's let's what? get to. Oh, the... I, we can't talk spoilers yet. Nah, not Come yet. On. Not yet. I told you. I, like, I, I just crashed into the church. So, uh, yeah. So well, if you have enough time, like uh, it's gonna be a big ass spoiler cast. So don't tune into VGP. Um, Monday next week about discussing some of the theories of what happened. I know the ending is a big controversy part that a lot of people have thoughts on and just in yep. general what um, 
Some are saying this is not actually a remake, it's a reimagining. Um, so Dude, again, stop. I know, I know, my bad, my bad, my bad. We'll get into it. I'm sorry. So Monday, definitely check that out. We'll check that out. And I'm going to beat it. And then I'll have some actual input because I'm not a fraud like Omar who still haven't beat Death Stranding. All right, let's go to the actual. Oh, God. <laughs> I am a fraud. I'm missing. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Mute. I'm about to mute Omar. Mute. Mute. I told I... you why I didn't beat it. <laughs> and, and why was that? Yeah, why was that? Because I get. I. Uh, you want to tell it? Or bro, you was the biggest pom pom when it came to Death Stranding. I beat it before you. Anyway, Dude, because I, I gave you the game. Sit down. True, true. I was busy with, with other right. games. It doesn't. Um, actually, I'm very glad I waited because now. They cut uh, out that uh, cinematic. Every time you see a BT, you yeah. you know that thing pop up. Yeah, it stops yeah, you. You it's can now stop that from happening, yeah. which is very uh, glad. No, I didn't forget about it. Like, I'm super hyped. Are you going to beat I it? Got, Omar, got, it's, it's been got, six months, my guy. Got, like, dude, I got caught with Hack uh, GU and then uh, One Piece Pirate Warrior came out. It's like games after games after games. I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, bro. But I'm hoping you can beat it before Dante gets it on PC, because you have to do that. Yeah, like, no, otherwise... I think I'm gonna beat it soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I actually, I was uh, the reason I didn't beat it. I was so busy focusing on trying to platinum it. To be fair, mm. to be you, honest, you see, you see what Omar is doing. Oh, what we call, what we call, what he's doing. He's he's ducking. He's not. He's he's trying to avoid ducking? calling the game trash. Fine, you're trying to call. It, you're trying to avoid I, it. Just be. Just be honest with yourself. Nobody waits that long to beat a AAA game. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> All right, let me stop messing with you. All right, Omar, I'm trolling. I'm gonna stop messing with you. Next week, I will have that trending beat. Listen, you listen. You talking trash about me beating Final Fantasy Seven? All right, I'm actually, you know. And I will be Death Stranding. Let's All right. All right. I'll beat it before you beat Death Stranding, all right, motherfucker? Okay. All right, let's, oh. <laughs> all right, let's get to the gaming. Let's get to the actual gaming recommendations. Uh, let me go to, uh, let me actually go to Omar, my guy. Let me go to you first. Which, what games do you recommend for the VGP audience? Final Fantasy VII Remake, easy. <laughs> Any other game? Uh, oh. Um, Two games tops. Uh, if you're fan of One Piece, One Piece Pirate Warrior 4, it's great. Like they did the character justice, they did the scope of the game justice. Just don't expect a Wano ending because we in the manga we're still going on with Mano, so the ending is kind of like non-existent. But the final attack is basically a fuck. Other than that, yeah, um, play Infamous, play Gravity Rush, play Bunk. Play Death Stranding, play Final Fantasy, any game. That's what's up. I'm surprised you mentioned this game, One Piece, because you you tend to don't Wait, like uh, the ad- ad- adaptation of One Piece on video games. Because you say you didn't yeah, like no, uh, but this Because it's been trash is, until uh, lately. Like, it's been really trash. Yeah, so right. like, game, like War Seeker, I was so hyped yeah, for you, it. You said War but Seeker, that game yeah. turned out to be trash. I knew from the second I saw the gameplay, I knew it was going to be trash. Uh, uh, somehow, it's like uh, you can ask Bloody Knuckles about it. It seems, uh, unless it's a Ninja Shippuden, uh, Naruto Shippuden game, mm. games as an anime are really cursed 
It's mm. very hard to find a good anime game. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, this is this is four. Pirate oh. Wars four. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. they don't put more. Info. I mean, like, look at the success of DBZ or the last Dragon Ball and things like uh, that. Like, I would love a Black Clover like anime. Like, if it was actually like good. Are you into Black Clover? Well, yeah, that's my shit. Yeah, but and th- and that's the thing is that I've talked about this on multiple podcasts and of course on on my show and everything is that that Omar is right is that it's hard for anime adaptations to to or especially games to be just good like. Um, but why it, though? It, it, you know it, what I mean? This and, is animation. And we, remember, remember when you brought me in on this uh, yeah. co- on this way back when I first came on VGP is the fact though that it's either they yes a lot of them are all typically shonen so they tend yeah. to make them all very fighting games but that yeah. that genre gets played out and people get bored of it and i was like and it's always hard to find another genre that they can always fit in like you look at uh pirate ninja warriors that's basically copying the musel style that we've seen with dynasty look at what happened that's when true. when B- berserk tried doing it with burke uh berserk and the band of the hawk i was like they did a musel style game and it was all right, but not everyone says it. But why can't they make it like the Dragon Ball, the the latest Dragon Ball? Make like, it more like Kakarot. Yeah, yeah Kakarot. Like, why can't they, they make it like that? Was not good. It's about but people like it though. Right. But yeah. here's the thing. I like Kakarot. Yeah, like, Kakarot surprised me, and everyone knows yeah. that I was the very first one to hate on Kakarot mm-hmm. when they announced it. And you can ask Kofi when we talked about it after they announced it. I was like, "What the hell is this?" I was like, "Why did it take twenty years to get a new open world game?" I was like, "But also." Why why is it repeating the same story that we have? I was like, I played it when I was at E3. It kind of surprised me. I'm just like, all right, I'll go into this optimist a little bit more cautious. But as I've been playing it and streaming it, I've actually come to really enjoy what they do. And that I was like, this is what it feels to actually have something that was right in the in the genre that this game would fit in. A semi-open world, but a very action, bombastic, very stylized game. It's finding the right genre some of these games can fit in. Like, you look at Berserk. Berserk, yes. Gats is known as the 100-man slayer, but it shouldn't be all Musou warrior-style gameplay because, yeah. yes, he's, he's fought demons, but he's also fought demons and gotten severely fucked up. I, was, I said, if you wanted a game like Berserk to be a really good game, make it more of a Dark Souls style. Because yes. the fact yes. that that gives you more of that focused combat that, that is what you've seen in Berserk but it's very gory. It's over the top. That's what you would want. You don't yeah. need to see him take down 10,000 dudes in one swing. That's not yeah. berserk. It's finding the you know, Another game would be you dope. Know like why I love That'd be dope so too. Much? Because it makes me... You know why I love Infinite so much? Because it makes me feel like a One Piece character. Like the, the power you're using, Smoke. That's the same power Smoker used in One Piece. Like, I literally feel like I'm Smoker from One Piece. That's why I really want Sony to pick up an anime uh, game and just make it, like, good. Like, we know they can. Like, if you change the world of Infamous, uh, put uh, create make it uh, a One Piece world, add characters, add more than one playable character and add a story, I'm good. Like, this is 90, 95 metaphor for me. And all it needs is just not to be broken. Fair enough, man. Like, I... Have you watched the latest, the very last, uh, what's called, uh, Seven Deadly Sin game? 
how dog shit that game There's is. There's a game. See, that'd be cool too. That not... dog shit. Beyond. <laughs> hey, no, no. The the mobile game is actually pretty damn decent. I'll give no, it. I'm talking but about. That, but that, but it's better than any console. Yeah, but that game thing, is actually like, pretty dope. Yeah, but that that's where it comes down to is like why why are these big console games always so bad? Look at Black Clover uh, Quartet. That that fighting game is so bad. But it's uh, what's like, your take just... on uh, Fairy Tale uh, RPG? Do you think that's going to flop, or do you think because they went kind of the generic route is going to to do well? I, I think wow. the fact that they went to a turn-based RPG style game that it can probably do better but it still depends on how they do the fights and how it all plays out because that can also kind of hinder it, mm-hmm. it, it it's right. it's one of those things that 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 could be the genre that works for it but again it's how do they handle the fights and how does it how does it look all right so omar did his gaming recommendations let me go to bloody our special guess what games two top two games tops that you would recommend for the people to play for all my Xbox fans, especially all my Japanese lovers, why aren't y'all playing the Yakuza franchise? It's amazing. It's well done. I have so much fun playing it. I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Everyone I know who's been watching me stream those games have been falling in love with the game. And as soon as they play it, they're like, yo, why didn't I not know about this? I'm telling you. A lot of give this game a chance. That. Yes. I was like, when they when they check it out, they're like, yo, this game is legit. Yes. RGG Studios is one of the most underappreciated and unrecognized talents out there go show them love they have made a a masterpiece of a franchise that truly transcends and now a second game i would recommend is going to be for for my game pass users go check out dead cells if you haven't played dead cells if you like a very hard likes especially a side scroll dead cells is absolutely one that will leave you frustrated but very very uh happy as you start to succeed and learn a lot of those uh, the movements and and fighting and learn how to build your runs and things like that. It's very very hard but very enjoyable. Yes, sir, man. Quick and quick and easy. Uh, I have been uh been playing a little bit of Yakuza Zero. I need to go back. My guy, <laughs> who's listening, man. My dude from NC. Uh, I will I will beat it. All right, I'll, I'll get back to it. Uh, but I got other. I got to be Final Fantasy Seven first. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so good games, good games. Yakuza Zero, definitely play. When is um the first one? Was it come on? Kiwami, Kiwami, the yeah. remake of one actually just dropped. It just dropped as of Thursday last week. So oh, fuck, I gotta, gotta remember. Yeah, I gotta uh, to go and check that out. So yeah. if you haven't played <laughs> Zero and you don't know the franchise, see where it all chronologically began and the the beauty that is Kazuma Kiryu's story and Goro Majima. There go check is, out man. why these characters are so amazing. And if you have a PlayStation, for those PlayStation, I highly recommend Judgment because that game is dope. Same, same to me. Hey, hey, FC, come shout out to my dude. Last. I got to let the dog uh, out. All right, let's go last. All right, let's go to Pharaoh. Let me already upload some Madden clips. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the draft. Uh, so let me start. What, what games do you recommend, my dude? <laughs> All right, thanks for the recommendation. Oh, <laughs> oh man, right, just great because games. you did that, I can't because... wait to play them. There he is, man. Great, 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 great game recommendation. Just because you ain't say nothing, I'm still gonna put Madden 20 gameplay on here. Oh shit, my bad, my my shit was. <laughs> <on here. laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> my bad. What uh, games? Games, uh, the two games I'm gonna recommend are um, 
Kakarot and Seven. Those are the two that I just recently finished. So, ooh, Kakarot is. I do recommend Kakarot. That that has absolutely. Like, if you're incredible. if you're a if you're a purist of um, of Dragon Ball Z, there are going to be some things that you have issues with in how they present the story. But as a game, it's a really good experience. Like, I, I, like I would it. I would say this though. I think it's more for. I was like, it definitely does make some small changes to the Z stories. But I think this game was actually built more for die-hard Dragon Ball fans because they make so many references and so many uh, so many new things to tie back to the original Dragon Ball with certain characters that show up and certain side stories with the way that characters interact. Now, I wish my biggest complaint is that I wish they started with Dragon Ball as the main focus and then go That'd into the cool. now, been now cool. they're going into the super with the DLC. But they should have went, yes, they should've they went to Dragon Ball. They, they should have went Dragon all the way in the beginning. Oh I would have played exactly. Gosh. See, if they did Dragon Ball, oh my if, if they did, no, no, if they did Dragon Ball, as that game would have been first, perfect for yeah. a full, oh my gosh, a, so good, a full, a full open world. Because guess what? They went on a globe trotting adventure to find yeah, all the Dragon Ball. Oh my gosh, it'd have been so good. It would have been. It would have been. I still enjoy Kakarot, but my thing is, if they started with with Dragon Ball, then went into Z, and now they're going into Super with their DLC. I think that would have made Kakarot like the definitive Dragon Ball uh, experience. But it is still absolutely one of the best out there. Fair enough, man. All right, let me go to my guy, Zero. What's going on, bro? What games you got for me? Two games. Hit me. Uh, well, my two games are a bit of a cheat and only because I'd like to recommend Tales of Mana, but I haven't really got deep into it yet. So I won't put it out there um, until I'm at least about 10 or so hours in. Um, so my two games are really just one game, and because we brought it up earlier, Monster Hunter. Mm. I just keep Kofi to just drop all these uh, <laughs> Japanese games and come back to PS2 era, where we used to come and log in and kill monsters and wear Big them to armor. Um, when I always, a huge Destiny player, um, and like I'm just part of the grind, I'm part of the problem, uh, but Destiny has got, as a friend, I like to, as a friend like to say, it's got good buttons. They're one of the best like actual shooters I think that's out there. It's just got a whole host of other problems. Monster Hunter is how you do these MMO games. With. It started from the beginning. People look at Warframe, and say, "Well, Warframe's great now, and this is how you should do an MMO." Was it that way at the beginning? That's true. Maybe World of Warcraft, but, but that was an experiment all in itself, and that's sort of a time long gone. Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter Iceborne, which really could have been its own separate game. What yes, they handled. They, yeah, they, they handled it's big. Um, these are, this is a community. These are people who are talking to the community pretty regularly. These are folks who are regularly adding content to it. There's so right. much... Um, I mean, there's so much work um, that is put into this game that all these other games that are similar to it just don't Add up to, and I feel I like I know it's getting love. I feel like it never really gets the love that it deserves. A technical standpoint of it's just doing it better than everyone else. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm still thinking fun. top five of the gen for me. I mean, personally, wow, that big. I know, it, I know. It, yeah, for it, sure. It really, it really is. And and I agree with I agree with him saying that Iceborne really own game. It could have been like a sequel to World because of how much they revamped the, the, the fighting and the mechanics and added new uh, combos and new movesets for each of the weapons and added new traversal methods and added new things. Like, they really 
did a massive overhaul that it feels like it would have just been a perfect sequel, but it's built on top of what they had already established, and I think that's what makes it so good. Yeah, I mean, like, think uh, some other companies have made that the sequel. Um, honestly, that's what Division Two kind of did, because what people really were looking for for Division One was just like fix the things that are and will be in a good place. And they brought out Division Two, and it still kind of felt initially like Division One Point Five. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Walcon said we could, Capcom was all of all companies. Capcom said, <laughs> "Hey, we're not gonna charge you for a whole new game. We're gonna build on what we got and just give you more." And we still got more monsters to come. They've got a rich history of monsters to pull from. Um, I mean, it's just an exciting game. It's one of those where even if fighting something and you beat it and you don't need anything you're progressing because you've gotten something or your hunter rank will go up um or you just get items to sell which gives money which puts money towards much more armor you can build because it gets really expensive when you start building those top tier armors and putting them all to the max level um not not only that you gotta think of how much it takes to actually one go and get still even if you don't need certain materials to get those materials go in in depth like crafting system with making gems to get those perfect builds that fit a style that you want to do and how much you keep playing with it like there's so much in-depth rpg mechanics that it really has so much to offer and bloody said it best i couldn't have said any better than that i mean bless you guys both for bringing this one up man it's like the best game i never talk about it's so good man it was my game of the year when it came out and i i stood by that hard I was like yeah. Monster Hunter World. I put. They cutting out, cutting out, cutting out, bloody. Oh, is that better? I like this new feature that uh, has yeah. focus. It feels like I could just change the camera when people are talking. It's kind of kind of neat. Too bad uh, no one else wants to show their afro, but me. But it's all good. Uh, <laughs> now I got it. Yeah, no, but I was saying like this was a game that I said when it came out. It I stood by it as game of the year. I was like, and oh. when. They they put up games for best multiplayer of the year. It's like Monster Hunter World. I was like, I don't care any other game. I was like, I stand by Monster Hunter World. I was like, I did not love a game more than that because I love playing with my friends. I love playing by myself. I love making lobbies and just getting people to all try out new things That's together sad. and just seeing how everyone has different builds. And it built a whole community around fashion, kind of what Destiny did with their with everyone wanting to just get armor pieces to do fashion styles. Monster Hunter absolutely created a full-on fashion uh, community around itself. You don't that's, see that. And that- yeah, I'm, I was gonna say that, that's how you build um, games that require like gear and stuff. You have to be able to show it off. You know what I mean? Like, it, what 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 does it mean to 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 take on the hardest bosses and and craft for days without if you can't show it off? And be like, look, peasant, you can't get this if you haven't reached my level. You know what I mean? So <laughs> and and so, here's so- the biggest thing, right? That's on top of the fact that they also had their own transmog system with the exactly. layered armor. So you have a full dedicated uh, uh, visual and cosmetic system now. So now not only can you play with all the cosmetic stuff, you can also take those off of certain parts to mix it with the base armor to really stand out with your fashion. Exactly. I mean, we've all got right. costumes that look like Dante, Jill, Dion, and Gerald and Alloy. Don't forget that you can also play as Ryu and Sakura from uh, Street Fighter. Your cat yes. can be Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. cat can be Mega Man. Uh, 
that's pixelated I mean, Mega Man. Let's get that, that right. Pixelated Mega that, Man. That, that, I mean, that, like you know, it's, it's crazy. You gotta, you gotta give kudos to Monster Hunter, man. He still got legs, but we got we got a couple more minutes. So I gotta get I gotta get Jubei and I gotta get Kofi's game recommendation. So Jubei, it's on you, bro. Um, I'm gonna keep it simple for the PlayStation fans since uh y'all have had this game for a while now. But if you haven't checked it out, go uh go check out below. It's relatively cheap. This man and y'all got some the below, nice, uh, man. This, and y'all got the nice some... exploration update, so you don't got to worry about the selected parts. You can just enjoy the game, and the atmosphere of the game, and going through the dungeons. Um, and for everybody else, uh, uh, of course, I'm going to shout out my go-to, Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, it's on sale. <laughs> Why do you want to play me in it? But uh, absolutely, go go check that out. It is. One of the best fighting games to come out in a long time. I heard they had a new update as well. They did. New update, um, new update for Kakarot this week too. Yep, because that that story DLC is hitting tomorrow. I still need to get that season pass. Yeah, yeah, and I, I I top that, but I'm pretty excited for that content just to see what they do with it. Yes, sir. All right, that's what's up, man. Good, good games, good games. And last but not least, my guy. Oops, I ain't got the wrong thing. My guy, Kofi. What games do you recommend? Let me get Trials you know, Cold Steel up here, man. Go ahead. <laughs> so it is closely related <laughs> to Trails of Cold Steel. Um, Falcom is known for another action RPG series that they have held close to their hearts since before most of us were born, at least I think before I was born, and that is East, spelled Y-S. Now, the latest release of East is East 9, and it came out in Japan only last September. Today, I'm going to recommend that you try East 8. Now, East 9 is almost certainly going to be coming out, at least on PlayStation, uh, for a a window of exclusivity uh, between September of this year and spring of next year. East 9 is fantastic. Since it's not out yet, and East 8 is probably on sale, I'm going to recommend that. Basically, the uh, world of East is very new to me. I was recommended this by some mutuals online. I'm very experienced in Trails. I've been playing their series for nine years. Uh, but now I'm going back and playing the East series. They're available on PSP. There's a remaster coming out on PlayStation 4, which is the remake of East 4. But anyway, East 8 uh, takes place um, in this greater world of, uh, I don't know how you say, East lore, where the main character, Adol, typically the story is that he shows up on an island, he has lost his memory, and he has to figure out how to either escape that island or how to... Uh, take over a tyrant that is controlling that island. Um, But the theme is always different in the setting, in um, the uh, character interactions, the uh, the age that Adel is. Even though each story is very similarly linked and it's the same main character, he always is a little bit older. So Adel in East 9, which again is the unreleased version, he's like 24. In this one, I think he's 22. Um, But the reason I I say this is the moment-to-moment gameplay is fantastic the like uh the the battle system is very much um rewarding uh twitch uh twitch reactions so almost something like near automata like when you have a perfect dodge actually i don't think this happens in automata but when you have a perfect dodge there's a slowdown so that you can combo in extra it's like rewarding you for having the perfect dodge and time slows down and you could speed up all of your attacks and and chain damage uh huge um there is a wide there's a wide variety of members that you can play as. Um, I believe it's six total. And you'll basically be able to encounter them in the story. The East story, uh, the assumption I made about this game series is that the story didn't exist. 
And I thought that Falcom did trails for story and, you know, turn-based combat. And East was just hit circle to win and <laughs> go to the next to hit circle to win. No, the stories are actually fairly in-depth. There you go. You just had it up. It's called The Flash. See, I've only seen this in yeah. Japanese, but The Flash move, it slows down things and you're able to increase your combos. But anyway, the story is very much in-depth. And so set your expectations because you're going to see character growth. You're going to see... um a lot of like the struggles that individual characters go through and you're basically here to uh you know see what their journey is now the thing that changes between the east games is the supporting cast so um traditionally uh Adel has um a best friend his name is dogie he's typically bl a blue-haired guy very strong what's interesting is that in the sequel to this east nine dogie is not a playable character for one of the first times that i've seen uh, I think ever in the series, uh, you know, I'm playing the remake to East three right now, uh, which is on Vita. Um, and then, you know, I'm playing East nine at the same time. So ha a staple like Dogi not being in it means that new characters get to kind of uh, show up for the first time. And man, the cast is just awesome. But I think East eight is a great place to, to, to get in because it's available almost everywhere. It's available on PC. It's actually on sale right now in GOG. Um, question. But, uh, 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 this game is eight. Um, one, I think there's a demo on the PlayStation, right? I there's a I know there's a demo on the Japanese yeah. store. I would almost say it's for sure on the, the US. I yes. played it. I played the demo. And the part two is, uh, can you just jump in it? Don't you need to have any backstory or whatatsoever from the previous e and yeah, so you on? Need to play you, the you do not. You do okay. not need backstory. Each, now, each what one I, has their own, own kind of self-contained stories, even though they're all tied to a bigger thing. Kind of like with any Final Fantasy. You can jump into any Final Fantasy because they're each their own story, though they do have a kind of shared aspect of it, especially if you look at like the later games, like 13 and 15 and 12, yeah. all being part of the, the story of the Crystallis. Uh, though they're each separate worlds, they're all tied together by one aspect. And like, okay. just to come on top of that, uh, great point, Bloody. For example, East 9, the one I'm playing now, the main characters are in the uh, city of Balduk. Balduk is a city that is well known in East lore. And it, it, it's, um, it's a Roman-inspired uh, city and castle, and it's beautiful. And what's great about East 9 is you can literally scale it. Um, they, you know, for the one of the first times I've seen, um, the verticality of your home area is immense. You could basically have the skill where you can wall run all the way up and explore the city. So it's great that a, a town that has been around for some 20 years in East Lore is now an explorable area uh, with its own characters, its own themes. Um, it's, it's really incredible stuff. So playing East 8 may somehow, you know, show you something when East 9 is eventually localized, you know whenever Falcom gets around to it. Yes, so yeah, he's eight. Um, second one. Okay, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I know everybody's brought it up. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to be talking review in our spoiler uh, chat next week. So I just got to say this game is uh, very special. Uh, I, was emo I, I tried not to be emotional. Ended up being emotional anyway at several story beats. I could count maybe a half dozen of them. The number one thing that I love about the game is how rewarding the combat is. I'm a person who watches frames for how to best execute um, you know, my victories, and the countering system is incredible. I love that there are several ways that I can con uh, configure my win. And what I mean by that is there are materia that you can use that help you dodge, help you um, uh, get a, get uh, get I don't know how we'd say a, a avoid, hands up. Avoid attacks. Exactly. Avoid attacks. Come back. Um, ATB gauge building. Uh, so I was in a debate uh, with a good friend of me, uh, Pharaoh and, and Reggie's. Um, 
he's very skeptical on, on the game's mechanics because he does he wants micromanaging of the ATB, um, even though he can't control the character. Like he hates the idea that an auto controlled character would use ATB. But what I forgot to explain to him is that a character can attack as your auto, but he doesn't or she doesn't use ATB. Nope. And that's just the completely new thing um, that Square Enix was smart about. So if you're if you're a micromanaging freak, I think you're going to love it because I'm like I'm well, like pause it. This person does this. This person does that, and that works for me. Remember that they had that they had that in uh, twelve. That's what. That's one true. Of the because twelve. Oh, uh, it the did. First, it did like, have it. Yeah, you're right. Because twelve was the was the first steps away from the full turn base mm -hmm. uh, and going more towards action. But that's when they started really focusing and introducing the ATB battle system that that's became true. in thirteen. And that's why I tell everyone I was like, you could play it as a full action RPG like fifteen, which is why a lot of people really liked fifteen because we saw the transition from turn base into more action RPG aspects. But if you want that older style, they have that full dedicated ATB. You can pause combat for a certain style to make those decisions that was very much loved in 12. That's why 12 and 15 were the most popular of the more recent games, and 13 really isn't, at, at least not Lightning Returns. Right. Alright, Kofi, that's good stuff. Next week, we'll be doing the Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, spoiler cast, so definitely tune in for that. It's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of interesting debates, but we got we to gotta head out of here. We'll do a quick outros. I want to thank the chat for coming through. Karate Chop, that like button. If you are new to the channel, please subscribe. Help a brother out and uh, share this out to gamers everywhere, but my guy, Bloody Knuckles, appreciate you coming through. It's been a minute. Um, do your outro where people can find you and uh, what show do you and Kofi are in of course they can find me everywhere all over the internet on Facebook Twitter Instagram and of course here on YouTube.com but more importantly over on Mixer.com all yes, at sir. bloody underscore Nux K-N-U-X where I stream five times a week and they can find me every Friday over with our big brothers from the GRG family over there on the GRG podcast and every Saturday with Kofi here hosting the smash podcast our little corner for all things nerdy news and geeking goodness if you want anime tv show uh manga comic books or movie news anything pop culture we got you and of course after this i will be live over on mixer uh so if y'all want to check that out please do stop on bye yes sir follow your boy and uh let's get to the rest of the panel man appreciate you coming through as always man uh, definitely, we gotta get the other guys. I want, I want uh, what's it? Was it Gee? What's, what's his name? The other guy? Fuck. Oh, I was on, I was on a, su Super was a couple. G. Super Marvel, G. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get my guy Super Marvel. G in here too, man. We're in a I've been in a couple uh, panels with him. Um, yeah, so shout to him Super as well. G. Then of course we got our brother Operation Oppo, yes. the lawyer, and then of course the Soul King himself. But Soul King is always so busy, man. You ain't no one able to get a hold of his ass. Yeah, true, true. Shout out to my guys. All right, man. Bazard five thousand. Where people can find you? Uh, you can still find me on the streets of Midgar. I'm still hanging out there, and uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Pharaoh Bazard. Not gonna see me there for a while because apparently spoilers mm -hmm. are dropping all over the place. Um, and Xbox PSN at Bazard five thousand. Yeah, not too hard to find me. Yes, sir, man. Jubay. Yo, um, of course you can find me at uh Jubei X Sensei on on Xbox, Jubei Sensei on Twitter. Um, 
Hit me up. Run the sticks, man. Let's go. Yes, sir, man. And eventually, because nobody wants to cha- uh, uh, challenge Bizarre, man. I want Jubei. Oh, Cowboys yeah, I mean, versus um, Cowboys versus Ravens. I want to see it, man. I want to see it happen. Yo, bloody, can you help us promote promote that challenge? Oh, what, yes. what challenge are we talking about? We have so a mat- Yeah, go um, ahead, go ahead, Kofi. You got we're, it. we're giving away sixty dollars of, I guess, credit for the Xbox Store if, for anybody who can beat uh, Bizarre online in Madden. Uh, straight up, no, I guess, fantasy team. I don't even know what during the stream, yeah, just straight up teams. Just during, yeah, during the stream. but we just need people oh. to know about the open challenge. Like, we're giving oh. 60 bucks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, mega or uh, oh, or even or mm. even lemon might come at you because they Let- all have mad on like okay, mega. That's pretty listen, big listen, so listen, listen, VGP versus GRG. It's all good. Let's, I'm, I'm saying, my guy, Pharaoh, 60 bucks on the line. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. I'll I'll let them know. I'll let I'll make sure that knows that that Pharaoh is having that open challenge for sixty bucks in Madden. All right, let's That's go. Bet. That's what's Appreciate up, man. Oh, Omar, where people can find you? People can find me at uh, the trending. I'm no longer in Mid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what happens when you talk shit. <laughs> I feel you, Omar. Like, man. <laughs> I was I was so enjoying myself with the. Uh, Final Fantasy 7, um, what's called, uh, on hard mode. Like, I got the rhythm going, I just beat it, uh, chapter 6 boss, I was like, yeah, let's go. And then you had me back on Death Stranding. It's not like I hate Death Stranding, I, <laughs> I love know. Death Stranding. I know, I'm just but, messing with you, yeah. you was talking shit to me. No, so no, I'm going to beat it, I'm going to beat it and get back <laughs> to Final Fantasy 7 remake. Fuck the, fuck the platinum. <laughs> my bad, guys. All right, uh, my guy Zero. Where people find you? Um, I don't. I don't even have anything clever again today. This this whole pandemic has thrown my whole game off. I know, um, man. It's not like you, man. Normally, you talking about lit- uh, Juby Coochie uh, Coochie Literature Club and all that other stuff. <laughs> hey, hey, you leave the Doki Dokis alone. You leave my lady. <laughs> you. Thank you. Somebody who finally knows about that Doki Doki Literature Club. Hey man, man. hey, listen, listen hang, on, hang, hang, hang on, hang on. Who's your favorite girl? Monica, best girl. Aww. Monica, good luck on your sister. Hold on, man. That's a, y'all, y'all about to make this a weep cast. You're an always Monica, man. Zero, finish your outro, my guy. Um, you find me zero x three eighty six much anywhere, be it Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, PS. Sony, Nintendo. Um, as always, man, it's a blast to be here. Had a great time. Um, I don't know. I can, I can never wake up on Saturdays, but bloody, if you ever had a room, I would love to be a part. I love talking movies. If we have room for things like that, I'd love to join. Um, Definitely. Just, I was like, we always we always have an open we always have an open panel. I was like, if anyone ever wants to j- come, all they have to do is is reach out to me. I was like, I've always reached out to people. I was like, sometimes they come, sometimes they don't. I understand. I was like, but I always tell everyone, Smash is always open to everyone in the community and everyone in the family. I was like, you want to come? Just talk to me. Hit me up. Listen, 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 Reg, Reg, Reg. Reg, Reg. Kofi's been on that panel for like six months and he never invited you. Just, just, I'm just saying. So, uh. Last but not least, Kofi, man. I got to go, man. Come on, DJ. <laughs> oh, shoot. I wasn't even paying attention. 
All I was, all I was saying is you've been on, you, you, you've been a panel oh, member for his show, and you have not given out any invites. That's all I'm saying. And we got mad weeds well, on this mean, panel. I mean, he, I was gonna say he did, he did say, hey, I can't make it. Omar's gonna. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but you so, just uh, literally yeah. forgot Reggie, and he over there is talking about Judoki uh, ju- Doki. doki. And I'm just saying. Just, <laughs> Just letting, you, just letting it be known. All right, Kofi, Reggie, do your outro. I got to go, man. I'm got to go. Yeah, so my bad, guys. Creative underscore Kofi on Twitter. Um, who knows if I'm there or not for the next couple whatevers. And, uh, yeah, let's get excited about, um, I don't know, what else is coming out. I just got, I don't know, Kisiki or, no, Trails from Zero. I just got Trails from Zero. So, um, yeah, guys, I'll, I'll catch you all next week. Oh, yeah, let's talk spoilers next week. It'll be very exciting. Yes, sir. It's going to be fun. Throw Again, this is FC. Can I, can I throw Vine. something real quick? Real quick, real quick. Kofi was talking about how, how he's right. been loving East and telling everyone to play East 8. For all my Xbox people, East is also on Xbox, so play East Origins if you want to find out where oh, it all began. I didn't know that. East oh, Origins. Yeah, East Origins. The very first game. Check it out. Check it out. There you, there you go. There you go. Anyway, this is FC Vine. This is the Vitamin G Game, man. Podcast. Shout out to the chat. I got to go. Love y'all. Remember, keep it gaming. We're out of here. Peace. Later. I'm on the outside looking in, and I wanna be, and I wanna be back on the inside. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be left on the outside, all alone. All alone.